Was this episode on the mark? We're about to tell you. Hey, Geek Variants. Welcome back to another exciting recap of Moon Knight, Episode 3. I'll be Brent. This will be Will, the man, the myth, and the marvel on another late night study. Um, I got some things I want to say. Do I have permission to have the floor? Yes, run it. Okay. First and foremost, Bo DeMaio, the director of this episode, if you love the X-Men animated cartoons, which if you checked out any of our other videos, we love that cartoon, one of the greatest cartoons of all time. You're in good hands with Bodomino. I will say that much. But as far as this episode is concerned, I'm really, really having a hard time getting into Moon Knight. It feels like there's a whole lot of DC starting to creep in here. I'm getting a lot of o- higher overarching themes. But I'm getting key pieces of this missing, key pieces of that missing. There's all this subtext you have to know. You have to know a little bit about the comic here. You got to know about this little here. I'm grasping at straws and I'm having a hard time putting all the pieces together. I know I'm not a Marvel buff. I know I'm not a Marvel buff. No one's going to make that claim. But I'm missing a lot of key pieces here and I'm having a very, very hard time caring about Conchu in any regard whatsoever please tell me what i'm missing the key pieces here that i'm just missing to make me more captivated for the show will please let me know well with moon knight you gotta remember moon knight is not necessarily there to be likable he just he's there to do what he needs to do so with you feeling any type of way towards him sort of that he's probably doing his job pretty well uh as far as the show this episode is a bit disjointed uh, trying to put pieces together for some people who don't understand what's going on uh, i think it's done in a way that where you can you can follow enough of the story to know where it's going but it still doesn't feel fully cohesive like i feel like since it's a six-part series that you know this part here may have been rushed maybe it should have been seven episodes if you will need to get more exposition out to explain a couple things but uh i'm not necessarily happy with this episode it's kind of like okay I, I like the fight scene the fight scene was good uh it showcased you know my my dive and stuff with the with the moon cape coming out and it showed a bit of his fighting style but as far as the story yeah, it's, it's not really, it's not really holding a lot of people. Um, and the thing is, Moon Knight's first episode was rated very well, it was rated highest out of all the Marvel shows so far. And now it seems like they're kind of falling off a bit. And it's going to be tricky to do this show with the horror themes and you know a lot of the brutality and stuff involved because it's still a Disney show, and they're not going to give us everything with Moon Knight. Like we're going to get just enough to get the story going. So, I mean, time's going to tell with this one. I mean, I expected a bad episode or two in here. Uh, but as long as the finale adds up and we can get the point across, I mean, I'm still here for it. But, again, we just got to wait and see. Because I was going to say, we are halfway through the series already. I know it feels like we just started with this thing. 
but we are halfway through this series and there hasn't been an overall episode where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I know episode one's highly rated. I know it's the highest rated episode one of any Marvel TV series that they have released since WandaVision, which is fantastic. I'm happy people like it. But maybe someone in the comments can let me know why this series is as good as people are hyping it up to be. Like, if this is Moon Knight, as a Deadpool fan, I'm concerned about how you're going to be able to bring him over in a way that isn't campy and poorly done. We don't want another X-Men, you know, where Deadpool's mouth is sealed shut. I want something that's gritty and dark and Moon Knight is known for that. I watched your deep dive. This character can do a lot of dark, dark things. I'm not seeing a lot of it. I'm seeing just a very, very confused and conflicted character who is referencing a third personality that now I have to go back through your deep dive and figure out who this potential third personality is because Mark's like, I didn't do this. Stephen Grant's like, I didn't do this. And Conch is just sitting there like, not ever offering up any level of information whatsoever. And we have yet to get that rip in the center of the mask that they've been flaunting with all of their teasers. Can you give me a little information like who that potentially could be? I mean, with him having multiple personalities, we've seen Stephen Graham, we've seen Mark Spector, and, you know, we got, you know, Lockley that's in there somewhere, and if he's going to make his debut or not, we'll have to see. Uh, I think Oscar Isaac's been doing great with the, the jumping back and forth, and he's officially played Spectre, and he's done Grant pretty well, and now he's being Khonshu as far as the, the screaming part in the chamber, so it's just like, you know, he's got more in him, so I think we're going to see more uh, of the characters coming in. But, again, I don't know how they're going to necessarily introduce them because the characters aren't the same as the way they were in the comics. They've done the characters differently. Again, with Stephen Grant being more of a wealthy philanthropist versus him being a, a museum worker, it's like, okay, I don't know where they're going with this, so I'm, I'm in the dark with you. i got to wait and see how they proceed with it. But uh, I do believe that from what I've seen so far, I think this show would have been better done if it had taken the, the Daredevil route, you know, make it, a, you know, a couple episodes. And so they give it a season, so to speak, and, and let it play out. You can get a lot more done with Moon Knight in that retrospect. But at the same time, I don't want you to copy Daredevil either. Daredevil stood well on its own, doing what it needs to do. You got to figure out how to make the transition to, you know, kind of give us somewhat of that feel, but more towards Moon Knight and what Moon Knight is capable of. Again, we need more of that that horror. We got, you know, Daredevil's got more, you know, the violence of city, you know, run around, you know, dealing with the deep dark city. Give us the horror. Give us the, you know, give us more of the, the werewolves and stuff. Give us more of the the creepy aspects make this, you know, I, I would love to see it as a, like a really like a horror thriller show, but something more pertaining to that hard R rating. Cause yeah, they're really trying to keep that young audience. And I understand exactly. This is how Disney's made its money. Historically yeah. kids growing up will continue to give them more and more and more and more money. However, sometimes you just want a hard R rating show where it's just deep dark. And be like, yep, this ain't for you kids. This one's for us. Sorry. 
And Moon Knight would be one of the characters that they could really lean into it. But I've let off a lot of gripes. The cinematography, I will say, is beautiful in this. I really like how Layla's character is evolving with everything going on. To this stuff, she proves that she could handle herself. And I was like, I'm starting to see why Khonshu was like, yeah, she could she could be my next person to do this. Because she didn't have a lot of training from what I saw. But she's handling business. I will give her 100% her props on that. And like you're saying, Oscar Isaac, phenomenal range. He's doing a great job. I'm much happier seeing him as this than I was as Poe Dameron, and I don't think he did a poor job in that. I just think that was just poor writing overall, not Star Wars rant. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the curse of a lot of, you know, superhero movies and stuff that you see is a lot of the poor writing or, you know, it's poorly put together, like through its editing or its composition, and it just kind of takes it to a whole other level. It's like, you're trying to go here, but we end up going here, so... Uh, I think that Moon Knight can still recover from this, depending on what they got going on. I think that they can still pull something together to really accentuate what Moon Knight is about. Um, and even again, they don't have to show everything on screen because I know it's Disney and they're trying to keep everything within their realm, you know. But again, kind of how they did first couple episodes, allude to to that brutality, allude to what it is that he does a little bit more, and we can definitely, you know, run with it. And even with this fight scene that we saw here, like you see that he's kind of having a, a bit of a push and pull with Grant trying to figure out, okay, not going to kill everybody. I'm going to beat the crap out of him. But again, you see his rage and that's again, a tribute to Moon Knight's fighting style. Moon Knight will let himself get stabbed, hit, whatever, to bring himself closer in range to a fight. And we saw that, like he didn't mind getting, you know, getting that damage and stuff and coming out swinging because he's got you closer. You're, you're better in his grasp. Uh, he's doing well in terms of, you know, the costume design and stuff like that and doing the mannerisms of Moon Knight. You know, again, I love the jump with the cape, you know, definitely spot on and made me feel good about it. Uh, Grant and, you know, Spectre are starting to uh, rely on each other a bit more. Um, he said, hey, I can't handle this. Take the, Take the body back. And he switched back to make sure they can get stuff done. So it's like there's 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 some some good stuff going on with them trying to make themselves work. And again, if you throw in the third personality for this, then you know hopefully they do it well and it doesn't get muddled. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of positives and stuff that are still going with Moon Knight. Again, we just have to kind of see how they want to take it from you know episode four on and how they put everything together to really close out the series strong. I was going to say, because like I didn't feel very strongly about WandaVision when it first started. We gave it time. We gave it, let it marinate, let it cook, if you will. And it became a great show. I don't really have anything else to add to this episode. I, I felt a little underwhelmed, but I still liked it overall. Anything else you got to say pertaining to this episode three of Moon Knight? No, I mean, everything was pretty solid and we got to see, you know, Gaspard, you know, really go in there and do his thing. He commanded it a real good on-screen presence. You know, may he rest in peace. It was a tragic way that, you know, we lost him. But uh, I definitely, you know, wish the best to his family. And, and I hope to see, you know, more of his performance throughout here and really, you know, make that, that character shine. So, hey, that's all I got. I've been Brent. This is Will. Check out all this other amazing content we got for you guys.